Hello everybody, welcome to Conversations in Coffee. I have a guest here today, pro footballer, back from Liverpool, playing for Dundalk at the moment, Dan Cleary. Dan, Ross. thank you so much for coming What's on, up, brother. Um, really great to have you here, because to be honest, we've never actually met face to face, and you're living two minutes down the road from me all this, <laughs> this time, so this is a great opportunity for us to have a chat. Um, I know you've played over with some, some of the biggest clubs, um, great experiences you've had, you've played with some of the best players out there, but where did it all start like when did you really start getting involved in football um me and uh you know jake moraney as well yeah jake uh, yeah. we started we're about four or five in bosco uh hall literally that young yeah, about four, five or four we were and that's where it all started me and him stayed together we went to bosco stayed at bosco till we were about eight or nine mm-hmm. went to lords and then up to crumlin and then just went pro- we progressed from there, yeah. yeah. So when you were playing from Crumlin, like when was the first kind of start of being scouted or being watched? When did that kind of start? Yeah, kind of starts so like probably under 11s, 12s. Uh, we won the All Ireland under 11s. Mm-hmm. Then we kind of 12s, 13s, it kind of goes to DDSL. Mm-hmm. And then you're in kind of that's where it kind of gets more competitive, where scouts are coming and watching. And, and you knew they're watching you, so you're yeah, kind of having to up your game about you. You wouldn't know they're watching no. you, but you, you'd hear of them coming to games and stuff like that. But we were, Your goal was we, to get, get them in. We um, had a decent team, like so yeah. t- clubs were coming, scouts were coming to watch, so mm-hmm. we knew scouts would be there. But at the time, you don't really think much about it because you're just a kid, you want to play football, you're not... Enjoying yourself. Yeah, you're enjoying yourself more than that. Yeah. But then in the back of other people's mind they're looking at potential players that they can take back over with them yeah definitely so someone approached you obviously at what age were you kind of then um the fourth time i went away was 14 very young yeah. very not even junior sir yeah. like just starting secondary school yeah, literally literally and you went away where uh, i went to me and jake went to nottingham forest mm-hmm. uh, at 14 um that was the fourth time and then i went to about Probably eight or nine other clubs as well. Just messing club. around, getting yeah. familiar with the, with the business, clubs, really, yeah. yeah. But playing on, like, a pitch in, in Crumlin or playing, like, in the AOL around, what was the difference, like, going from there over to England and playing with that high standard? Was it a big shock to you? Yeah. At that age, like, I thought we coped well. Like, obviously, at that age over there, they're training four times a week. We were training twice, four or five times a week and playing a game on the weekend. Like we were probably training twice a week with Crumlin and playing a match on a Sunday morning, and that'd be it. Like mm-hmm. there, there was no real. They were doing double the they intensity. They were doing double the double, and probably getting better coaching from mm-hmm. seven years of age. You know Which I mean? is so crazy. They yeah. kind of have a kickstart on you. Probably a good seven, head start. A good yeah. head start on you, but uh, we coped well. Like we went over, done well, and obviously different environment, different, different atmosphere. But at the same time, you just adapted to it and just adjusted to the way it was, and you went on to even do bigger things. So from playing with six or seven or you know close to 10 clubs in england when did kind of the biggest opportunity come about for you um it was kind of i went to probably about seven or eight clubs and then went to liverpool that was that was big i was, was a liverpool fan so when yeah. i heard a local lad signing for liverpool like that that was all of, being honest Dan, that was all of our dreams yeah. growing up as a kid wanting to go away and play for liverpool and man united and, and you've done it yeah i was going to liverpool for about a year on and off mm-hmm. like mid-term breaks and skill and uh like probably a bit of time over the Christmas before they go over for a few days and then it came to uh, they offered me a con- we were away on a tournament in Austria I think it was and we came back and they offered me a contract then and then <coughs> what was that feeling enough, like funny enough I went to everything the day after straight <laughs> after so that was weird, yeah. weird enough yeah. but, uh, what was the feeling like getting that call even just being offered it like 
it's every boy's it was offered over the table like so it's every boy's dream really mm-hmm. uh went out and i was obviously buzzing and my dad was kind of thinking more of a f- father's point of view like trying to get the right take your time here what's the best yeah. day we there's can no get out of this no you're so young exactly and still so young i mean yeah. in a footballer's career you have a solid what, 15 to well, 10 years, just 10, years yeah. left, 10 good years yeah. left in you but for people that are tuning in that don't know you a lot of people will know you um but people that don't your position yeah center half center half i always played center half yeah when i was a kid i used to play center mid but then i knew always knew i was going to be a center but your height as well like yeah. i mean you're yeah. six, six four, two six yeah. two like so yeah. You suit that position yeah, perfectly. Yeah. Like I watched some of your matches. Remember on LFC TV yeah. when you were playing. I remember watching some of them and just like even you on the pitch, there was some of the forwards like half your height yeah. and you know like yeah. that was a big advantage for you. So it was good. But you know you are playing with Liverpool, Brendan Rodgers manager. Yeah, when I first went, Kenny Douglas was the manager. Was he yeah, at the yeah. time? So what was it like time. meeting him then? Uh, he was a lovely man. Yeah, he sound. He, yeah, he interacted with the academy a lot with the young players yeah. and obviously at the time he was taking a lot of the reserve players up to the first team like the likes so there was of opportunity Turner, there yeah there was a lot of opportunity there that's what when i was looking at weighing up options obviously you look at thinking oh how am i gonna have i got a better chance at this club or this club to mm-hmm. break into the first team yeah because the goal is to get into a first team of exactly, any yeah. of the top clubs so exactly. but i know even being a part of liverpool and liverpool being such a big club but it's really about you getting your break so yeah. you don't mind if it's a team not as big as Liverpool once you're getting game time and you're just enjoying yourself and, exactly. and soaking up the atmosphere but then Brendan Rodgers come in yeah you, you stayed with them like mm. playing with some of the what players are you playing on the um, on your team Jordan Oyeb and Jordan Oyeb was in the reserves um, Ryan Kent yeah Harry Wilson yeah um, Jerome Sinclair Shea Ojo they've all gone on but um, playing with them like I'd say that was a great experience for you just learning yeah. different footballers and different styles yeah, was, of play I was playing with them since I was 15 all the way up to mm-hmm. we were 20 I left there when I was 20 so you can't pay for that experience no, like, that's that's priceless yeah. yeah so play with Liverpool I'm pretty sure you went to Birmingham then yeah I went to Birmingham I left Liverpool mm-hmm. I was 20 yeah and then went to Birmingham for two year and a half and then came home after that yeah and then came back to Dundalk yeah then won the league with Dundalk, won the yeah. cup with Dundalk. Yeah, last year was my first senior experience with mm-hmm. like uh, in a fourth team where I had a full year at it, so I was uh, happy with last year as mm-hmm. well. Like it worked out well. Yeah, and you're still enjoying your time with Dundalk. For the moment, you're just kind of pacing yourself, enjoying the football, which is the main thing. Because, yeah, definitely. I mean, you never know what can happen, what can come down the road again, but the main thing is you're still playing. You didn't come home to take a break. You didn't mm-hmm. come home to you know stop for a while. You came back, stayed at it, and, and just enjoying yourself. So, do you think kind of in the next ten years, like, would you like to kind of progress into coaching, or would you be getting your badges, or? Uh, yeah, I've done one or two badges over in uh, England already. It's kind of a part of your scholarship, so mm-hmm. you do one or two of them. Um, yeah, like a mandatory thing, is it? Maybe more. I don't know. Like maybe in the ten years' time. Like ten years is a long time. So true, true. You don't know where you'll be next where year. Where be next year? Yeah. So, like, it's hard to judge, but I love football. Like, it's always been like a part of as me as long as I can remember do you know what mm-hmm. I mean like just I haven't thought about anything else or I don't really think about anything else it's always just but isn't it mad it. like Dan the, the way most people that are either really successful in the craft they're obsessed yeah. you know they're really you can't be half with it you can't be half interested you're either with it or you're not yeah. and like you said ever since you remember football was all that was on your mind I think Jake are the same yeah. Jake went on as well he's playing with hearts and stuff like that but the reason I brought up the coaching is because you're on a new venture now yeah. while playing football full time with Dundalk but you're now at the starting of your own football team 
yeah, in uh, our area. It just came to an idea between me and a group of my mates. Uh, well, some of my mates now haven't played football in years, and they were thinking about, well, why don't we get uh, all join a team? And then we were talking, and one of my mates said, why don't we just uh, set up our own team? And then it kind of just literally about two months ago, we only started three mm-hmm. months ago, the idea came about. There's a big interest in it because, like, even like I said to you off camera, like, I bumped into a couple, mm. three people yesterday when I was in the gym and they were like to me, Did you hear there's a new team starting yeah. up? So people are aware of it. Yeah. It's only a matter of time when you guys get a good team together and, and start playing matches, then obviously. Yeah, definitely. Like, we've well, I had 22, 23 up training the other day for the first few weeks. That's brilliant, though. I think. Another like, five, six players, you got yeah. two teams there, yeah, you know exactly, what I mean? Yeah. Fourth so, and a second uh, team, yeah. Training's been good. I'm working them hard. Like, it's obviously, it's not. We're not going to be in the top league yet, but we'll, you've got we'll to, walk from there. Like, exactly, you've got to crawl before you walk, and yeah, then especially exactly. if you want to go running, you've got to walk yeah, down exactly, first. So, yeah. I mean, you're doing everything right, you're doing mm. it the right way, and having 22 people down, like that mm. shows a massive interest. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing you want is, and the last thing you want is to be scraping 11. Yeah. You, you're spoiled for choice, probably yeah, here. And yeah. yeah, and you've got good young players, like, there's a lot of good, talented footballers in the area. They might have never went away, mm. they might have never went playing in England or abroad, yeah. but I know some of them, um, some are still playing. Yeah. But but definitely you've got some good good talent there. So with the plans for yourself then, how are Dundalk doing at the moment? Uh, we just played in the Champions League on Wednesday night against Champions League game, yeah. Yeah, uh, against Riga. That's how I ended up with this yoke on my head. On your forehead. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, looking at that, but that shows how tough the game yeah. was and how stuck in you got. Yeah, uh, that was nil also. We're going over there on Monday now. We played them right. on, on Wednesday, yeah. So hopefully we get So Riga, that, wh- where are we looking there then? Yeah, uh, there in Slovakia. Slovakia, yeah. yeah. So a little bit of a trek over there with yeah. the lads and yeah. play them away. And you a good side? Yeah, the, the solid side, they set up well, like they're well drilled, so it's good though, your experience in different teams and what way mm-hmm. they do things. Different so. styles of play, especially yeah. different country styles of play, yeah. As well, yeah. So when you're playing in Ireland and then you played in England, are the styles different? Are they a completely different game? Um, yeah? Well, it's, every team you play is different style, really. Like if mm-hmm. it's, it's whatever the manager's tactics the manager's are and their style, yeah. The club style of play, like different clubs will have different styles of play mm-hmm. all the time, so... Um, it's a yeah, constant learning experience and it's a constant kind of it's it's weird because you probably have to adapt to all these different yeah. styles and you're marking different players every game like do you ever when you're playing a team like even playing Riga do you ever ju- watch players or judge players before you mark yeah, them like see their styles for the last week we've been doing video analysis on that team so what's that like we'd know like the two strikers what they're gonna do and yeah. stuff like that like so we predict their moves predict and their yeah what they're good at and what they're not good at you can so, play them on the offside yeah, drop down so and you, catch them out yeah yeah you know a lot about them before you even play against mm-hmm. them. football isn't my forte i don't know too much about it but i know i have a massive interest in it um growing up i would have played and stuff like that but i would have never been good enough or at that level like i mean you jake some of the other lads even figo yeah. he's still playing like these were lads like that were playing at a much different level than i was but i know that there's a lot to it when, mm. when we talk about it it's not just going out and playing 90 minutes like there's the preparation to it you're doing video analysis like yeah. you're doing strength and conditioning training probably in your own time there's a lot more to it than just going out yeah, and playing yeah. a game definitely it's it's like people what well, people would come up to me and think oh you're living the life this and that and even when i was in england like and i'd be like what are they on about like it's not it's a good life like it's hard work as well but people would get the wrong perception mm. of i think of footballers yeah there's because they see the footballers on sky sports every day and mm-hmm. earning x amount a week and people like god oh, they shouldn't be earning that but like if you think about it this way like i moved away at 15 uh, you gave up your life gave away a lot of years at home with mm-hmm. my family absolutely stuff like that uh, i didn't finish school if someone left school probably say 
when we moved back home and I was 22, 21, 22, seven years of your life, say, to, say, been an accountant at 15 to, to 22, like, you're fully qualified accountant for the rest of your life. I'm still, like, well, I've signed the, I signed the three-year deal at Dundalk, but, like, footballers don't know when, sometimes when their next paycheck is going to come or if they're going to, when their next, if the club's going to give them a contract to, for a fella to put food on the table for his family, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. uh, people only see the top of the top, but they don't see the lower mm-hmm. leagues and which way it works out then. Like, it's, it is tough, like. Yeah, like, it's kind of like, you know, they're looking at the social media accounts and they're seeing yeah. they're dressed in the best of clothes and they're driving the best of cars, yeah. but these lads are working from Monday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, they only see the game. They don't see what they have yeah. to go through, through training or all of the preparation and stuff. And I'm sure, like, even the lifestyle in itself, obviously there's some rewards and you reap the rewards yeah. and you enjoy it, but you deserve it. I yeah. mean, the work you're putting in, you're putting your body under constant physical pressure. And I think, though, with it as well, people only want to see the yeah. good. They only want yeah. to see all of the luxuries and stuff like that because that's all they want to tune yeah. in for. But like you said, you're at the sacrifice in seven years of your life. Yeah. Like, if you think of me and working in a business background, like my nine to five yeah. is and my job and career, but... I have a manager and I could have that manager for 10 to 20 years yeah. and he could invest in me and he yeah. could say to me, I want to do this with you and I'm going to progress and put you through college and you're going to be here in five yeah. years. But in your case, Dundalk could sign a new manager yeah. tomorrow. You could go out and lose the next six games as yeah. a team and you could get a brand new manager and he mightn't want yeah. your style of play yeah. and you know, Dan, you could be That's gone. That's the way it works, yeah. It's, it's mad. Like the managers in, in England and probably all over the world, but especially in England, like, the time they get in that clubs is ridiculous. Mm, the turnover, like, like look at um, Sarri yeah. and his replacement. Chelsea, like, he wins the Europa League and he's gone. Like it's mm. just. I know he's gone on to Juventus and he's doing yeah. big things there, but it just shows you that mm. literally you're there woman and you're gone the next. And I think when you're the footballer, it's very difficult probably to be under new management yeah. because do you do you feel mm. like I know you said that Kenny Dalglish and then when Rogers come in, just to kind of get inside your head and see how it worked when Rogers come in, did you feel you had to be a different player as in not change our play but be that kind of back to impressing again because he's just the first time he's going to see you playing so yeah. did you feel you had to go uh, and put everything back my in my story with that is it was a it's mad to be honest so when i was so signed a five-year contract at liverpool and then when i was about to sign so it's two-year scholar i went to 15 so one year on the 16th two-year scholar that brings you to 18 and then a two-year pro professional contract from 18 to 20 crazy so when i was going to sign me pro the club approached me and said uh like they said i don't think next year you're gonna play much you're still only 18 you're going into the resis blah 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 but i wanted to play like so i was thinking well, maybe i won't sign it I'll, I'll go to another club so i went and had a look at other clubs for at 18 and said uh and then i was like oh, you know what i'll just give it a go so we signed obviously signed the deal then and I wasn't playing for the first few games under eight, uh, in the re- resis and I just knuckled down kept training kept training probably about eight games in then I got a chance and the manager said you've been training really well blah 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 but we used to get called up to the first team for training sessions as well um, oh you would have seen their photographs yeah. alongside some of the best players and in the team Brendan was obviously talking to the academy director at the time was Alex Ingletoff and he was saying like oh, I don't really want Dan to come up so obviously I wasn't impressing him at the time. So I started playing resi games then, reserve games and uh scoring goals. Yeah, I scored a few goals as well, yeah. I never um, heard about them. 
we were playing in the under 19 Champions League. I was doing well in that. So uh, Brendan was watching the games under the 19s and he said, Oh, I've seen Dan's improving, blah, blah, blah. So I was improving all the time. And then I got to a stage where he said, oh, I want Dan up for training when they needed numbers. So he started calling me up then over the year. Um, and then from there, he asked me to go into the preseason tour. And then from there, I was in there, played a few friendly games for the first time. Then. But, but Dan, like, when he didn't call you up the first time, that yeah. could have crushed your ego. That could have crushed your confidence. Yeah, like but you kept going and you kept driving and driving. And I mean, when I say he scored a few goals, like mm. people hearing that, yeah, he's a footballer. Mm. No, you're a centre-half. Yeah. Your goal is to defend goals. Yeah. And your whole kind of role is to to be a defensive player. But you're, you were actually getting up and scoring goals. And obviously with your height and corners and headers yeah. and stuff like that. But I mean... You played some serious football and it was noticed, but yeah. the whole point I'm trying to make is you could have went, I oh, here, I want to pack this yeah. in, or I'm moving, I'm going yeah. looking elsewhere. He doesn't want me up on him, yeah. I'm here doing this for. Yeah, but that's football. Like That that was all within one season where he was saying to the academy director, I don't want Dan clear you for training. But then three or four months later, he's saying, yeah, I want him up for training. And then eight months later, I'm in the first team, traveling the world with the first team. Like, crazy. So it's, it's what was that experience like? Yeah, it was crazy. We went to Indonesia, Australia, Bangkok. So three or four countries we went to. It was a war we tour, like, yeah. It was two weeks, I think, we were away for. So it was, it was a great experience. Like, And that's one of the experiences where you look back and say, like, if I take else, anything from who this. Who else could have done that? Like, do you know what I mean? True. It's, so it is, like, people do say, oh, you're living the life. But, like, it, that's one that you can say, yeah, we was living the life. Mm-hmm. Um, but but people don't see then what you had to go through to, to get, get to it. it. Exactly. And you then know? from there, like I was played played uh, away in Indonesia, and then I came home played against Swindon in preseason friendly. And then two months later or three months later, Rogers was sacked. Then mm-hmm. so then you're back to square one. So all the work you've done for the last five years, and then a new gaffer comes in and you're back to square one. Style plays so different. Doesn't want you. Doesn't want someone. someone doesn't know your name you're back down to the reserves then and then you're back to square one so it's is there not some sort of a look this is Dan here he's been yeah there would the be that teams. there would be that from but like, still it doesn't still, mean it he doesn't wants mean that anything to him like he's true, coming true. in and like his job could be up and he could if a gaffer comes in and like he doesn't get results in the first like you now with all county yeah. the all county football club mm. have started up you have X amount of players yeah. and someone says, look, I'm going to bring this lad up. He's played yeah. for so on, so on. But you could say, hang on, I'm happy with me yeah, 11. Exactly, yeah. And that person then isn't getting a shot. Now, yeah. I know it's very yeah. minute compared, yeah, but yeah. it's very similar yeah. as in, if you're in charge and you see something that you like, but someone else is saying, this fella here is actually brilliant. You don't, you might want to know about him. Now, hang on a second. I have yeah, enough yeah. going on here. And that's very difficult for you, especially you have to put in all that work. You got up to the big league. You got up playing with the top dogs and then you have to, Back down yeah, the square exactly, one. Exactly, yeah. It's uh, like at the time as well, I was, uh, my contract was expiring that mm-hmm. year. So that was in October, I think. Brendan Rogers got sacked. And he was talking to me about a new deal, etc. Before so he left, he wanted to make sure. Left, so That's good. That's I was good. Like getting excited and then your hopes are up. I was only 19 at the time and you're thinking, oh, lovely, I'm at the deal, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah. Yeah. And then you're shot down, got back to square one. Like, so uh, I spent the rest of the year at Liverpool then. To the sorry the following season and um, my contract was up then so I knew I, knew I wasn't going to get a shot and they at, released, the yeah. at the time so did I you lose said, motivation did you? Uh, not really well like it's it was tough at the time because I left Liverpool and I didn't know where I was going then mm, unknown away. yeah so it was kind of unknown but 
to, you you probably like to know where you stand and exactly. especially at football like yeah. i said the business is very fickle because one minute you're here the next minute mm. you could be gone exactly yeah and so, it leaves you kind of not knowing where you are isn't it yeah so i was left i left in say may and then i went to back out to england went to birmingham first i was meant to go to three or four clubs but then birmingham said uh yeah we'll we want to sign you so i signed up signing for birmingham then stayed there for a year and a half but at the time i was at birmingham gary Rowe was there he, he went to derby then but he got sacked the gaffer got sacked Crazy. he took to me straight away and he said like you i was training with the mm-hmm. first team most of the days he was calling me up and i was still playing reserve games though and he got sacked when we were like fourth in the league for birmingham like at the time it was very good then from that from that point we had four managers in one year so which is very rare that very never rare, happened it so probably won't ever happen for Birmingham again no it was just but to, not to talk uh, too negative but you have to explain the whole story to people that don't really get to see yeah. the underworld of football and what really goes on in the background behind closed doors especially but more of a positive note you came back you come back to a club yeah. who won the league who won the cup in your first year yeah. you're in a Champions League game on Wednesday you're playing a Champions League game on Monday you're doing great things still and you're surrounded by some of the best players in Ireland so you know you came back and you stayed playing and you stayed taking over and I mean you're doing great things I can't congratulate you enough like, I'm sitting across from a bloke that's the same age as me but has played it with Liverpool's force team has went off and travelled the world with them like that. let's be honest that's most young lads dreams growing yeah. up was to go away and play for Manchester United or play for Liverpool You've done it, me. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so, before we go, um, I'll shake your hand once again. Thanks very and much. Thank you for coming on. I just want to give a shout um, to All County Football Club. Obviously, they've started up their Instagram page. I'm going to just put that above there for everybody to go over and give it a follow. There's some competitions coming up. Obviously, with Daniel's poll, we're, we're playing in England. He's going to have some, some jerseys. He's going to have some merchandise and memorabilia that he'll be advertising and putting up for some competitions. But definitely get over and give the Old County page a follow. Daniel's Instagram I'll also put up as well. And if you're tuning into Irish football, Dan will be playing for Dundalk um, for the foreseeable future. And you'll be sure to catch him there and see him putting in his best, Dan. Thanks very much, Pat. Cheers, Thank mate. You. Top on.